1: What's up, gangsters? We're back for another episode of DishCast. It is the 29th of the 6th, 2020. I'm here. I'm still doing the show. If you're listening, I appreciate it. If you're not listening, then you wouldn't be here. So we're going to just just continue. Haven't really done a lot this week. This may even be a quite a short episode. But um, I've decided... Oh, by the way, last week... <laughs> Uh, I apologise if you could hear the sa- the creaky sound of my chair, which is that noise. Can you hear it? We'll try and I'll try and sit perfectly still. <laughs> or then no one will be able to hear the creaky chair, the creaky chair sound. Perfectly, perfectly still. But yeah, I've decided that I'm going to start introducing maybe some segments to the podcast it's a little bit scatterbrained, a little bit rambly, and I figured if I segment it up, it will create more uniformity to the show. And, uh, you know, you'll, you'll, you can, you'll know what to expect because I can't really... And <laughs> all the platforms I upload this podcast to, they ask me what the genre is or... You know, how would I categorise the show? And I don't know what to tell them. I wouldn't call it comedy. <laughs> film, I suppose. But I don't always talk about film. In fact, this week I haven't got a single film on the on the, doctor, on the doctorate. So, entertainment. Usually I just, you know, hopefully there's there's always a segment that just says podcast and I go for that. But I'm going to be trying to do sort of, would we'll you do half kind of top, uh, m- like... General topics, which will basically just be stuff that I've read on Twitter throughout the week. We'll call it Toxic Toxic Twitter Weekly. Maybe I can't with a with an intro jingle for that. We'll this is jingle to, jingle Twitter, and we'll do a. I don't know. You know what? We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Firstly, I wanted to. <laughs> Uh, it's so bad. <laughs> Alright. Uh, fucking. Shit that don't matter. It stops it. It's toxic. I'd imagine everyone saw this because it was all over social media. But fucking Bournemouth Beach on like the hottest day of the year, which I think was Thursday? I can't remember. Um. Where is it? I had a video. Yeah, here it is. So The Sun sent an interview person and a camera to Bournemouth Beach on... Yeah, it was Thursday, Friday, Thursday or Friday, where Bournemouth Beach was the busiest it's ever been. And obviously, we're in the UK, we're still on lockdown. Well, so we're like half on lockdown, you know? We're in this kind of like nether zone where we're allowed to go out, but we should stay socially distanced and... You know, you should, no one should be abusing it by going to the beach, and you know, huge crowds in a public area is unacceptable levels of fuckery, really. But uh, yeah, Bournemouth Beach was fucking crazy busy, and this is what some of the people had to say about it. sound, I've, I've been furloughed. That's the only reason why I've come I've, out here this week. We have a She's been furloughed, guys. That's the only reason she's out. That explains it.
0: So love the beach, yeah. the wait, what did that last dude say?
1: I'm wait, he's got a 10-year-old. He's homeschooling him. But he's at the beach. You're not homeschooling him if you're at the beach. You're beach schooling him. Get back to homeschool. What can he be learning? It can be learning not to be following instruction from being there. You know, I don't know. <clears throat> Why would you want to be there anyway? You know? How much, how hard do you need to be at the beach that you'll be there, like, against government suggestion? Like, it was a hot day, but Jesus Christ. Like, fucking out, like... And you see these videos you see all the people there and none of them are doing what they're told none of them are socially distanced and well we'll just carry we'll just we'll just yes, power through
0: it here
1: it's such a nice beach
0: high cool nice crowds lots of people we went back home for two
1: months when like the like whole lockdown here. oh my god like i need to be at the b oh my god shut the fuck up in the uk started because we lived like in an
0: apartment so we didn't want to be locked down
1: here. I've been working all the way through it, but I just thought you were saying to day off today, I was dead here. Why not? <laughs> 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 My mates are coming down. Fell up, like looking at everyone having fun and grafted. That's not it. <laughs> that doesn't even sound like a person. It sounds. This sounds like a character. Like, you, Like... Oh, that'd be good. If there was a sketch show and one of the segments was just like people that didn't listen to instruction during a pandemic, this, this guy would be an actual character. Like the guy, at the guy the, the big dude with the tattoos down the beach. Lockdown. Uh, not her. i been working all the way through it, but I just thought out to of today, I was there in year. Why not? <laughs> well, my mates are coming down. I'm fed up looking at everyone having fun and grafting. <laughs> I'm fed up and looking at everyone. I'm filling up. All my mates are down at the beach, so I'm going to be going down to the beach. I'm going to be down with everyone with all these hundreds of other people. I'm filling up and looking at everyone, but there's hundreds more people here than there would be at home. God damn! God damn! You know, if I was guilty and I was at the beach. I wouldn't, if there was a camera there, I wouldn't talk to him. you know. I wouldn't publicly shame myself on TV. These are the same sort of people that used to apply for Big Brother. And now Big Brother isn't on. <laughs> they're seeking, they're, they're seeking their TV fix by appearing on Bournemouth Beach on the news during a pandemic. It's fucking, <sighs> all right, who else? Because I've been working quite a lot up until two weeks ago. I've literally been stuck at home only go out to get food people seem to be parking anywhere yesterday and the rubbish that was left behind last night
0: was quite obsessing i think they have a fleet of people apparently cleaning it during the night ready for the following morning first day off in 10 days here with the family today i've got three children myself i'm here with my mom and my sister we haven't seen each other in a while my mom's got copd so it's been difficult for to the- you know, I don't want to meet her up and
1: give her something because she's already high risk. For the- Take her to the beach then, mate. Take her to the beach. She's got COPD, which does sound serious. I'm not sure what it is. I'm not going to look it up. But why are you at the beach with her if she's vulnerable? God damn. You know, it's easy to get angry at these people. That's all I've seen on the comment section is people are so stupid like they know there's a pandemic on but the way i see it it's like of course he's there was going to be people that did this i mean it's a bit excessive i mean like didn't they they called it like a serious incident at bournemouth beach because of it but oh i don't know it's just it's, it, I just think it's funny that the type of people that were down there or well, the exact type of people you would expect to be down there <laughs> it's like if you if you fall into this like I don't know dumb uh, doesn't I'll do whatever I want um, the government doesn't control me stereotype why would you confirm it I don't understand if you fall into a stereotype why are you confirming it on television <sighs> what else we got it's not long there The other downside is people urinating or whatever behind the beach huts because there's very limited toilets down here. The other downside is that there's people urinating behind the beach huts. That's the other downside. The main downside is that we're spreading a deadly virus, but the other downside is my beach hut is getting pissed on. That's the the other downside. Thank you for clarifying, man, who should have been uh, homeschooling his son and instead is sitting outside a beach hut with his shirt open, with his shirt buttons open, sunglasses and bald head. Thank you, sir.
0: The restrictions at the moment, because it's, you know, it's, it's health and safety and it's it's normal to do. In London, we always wear the mask when we're using public transport. And obviously, in the beach, it's a bit difficult to carry a mask while, while you're catching the sun. The thing I'm confused about, they're opening the pubs, but they're not opening the gyms. Do you think that being at the the gym would be more important than the pub? I just want them
1: to swap the pubs with the gyms. <laughs> he's there, he's not abiding by what they've told him to do I mean, I'm at, I'm at the beach they told us not to go out to the beach but I just want to know why they're not opening the gyms but they're opening the pubs that's why I'm here, talking on TV <laughs> like, Jesus Christ dude you don't get an opinion at this point <laughs> you sacrificed your opinion when you showed up to Bournemouth Beach, my dude oh, let's just listen to that one oh. just about opening the pubs but
0: they're not open- it's normal to do in London we always wear the mask when we're using public transport and obviously it's a bit difficult to carry a mask while, while you're catching the, Here he is. the he's I'm coming confused up about opening the pubs but they're not opening the gyms you think that being at the, the gym would be more important than the pub I just want them to swap the pubs with the gyms
1: <laughs> I just want them to swap the pubs with the gyms I think it's despicable that they are opening all the pubs but they're not opening the gyms and I'm going to tell you about it while I'm on this speech in Bournemouth, with 500,000 other people. Get while well, I'm getting my tan. This is my time to express express my opinion about this pandemic. I think it's an absolute joke. that I can't go to the fucking gym. I mean, I can go to the pub. That's going to be all right. I can go to the pub, but I can't go to the gym, and I can't go to. Well, I've gone to the beach. <laughs> i had to yeah i'm one of the last people out there uses i've shared that video on facebook and i just because i i I mean i watched it like it was a comedy it it comes across as like like i said like a sketch show of these people that's just like how can you be exactly what you are (laughs) god damn the word, the the, you know, I mean, uh, spreading the disease is one thing, but you know, if you're gonna go, and the and a lot of people did, like fucking hell, the the amount of litter that was on the beach it was ridiculous, just piles and piles of litter, and it was a hot couple of days, you know, so there was gonna be people there the next day, and from what they were saying is they had like a huge brigade of paid staff or maybe there were council members I don't know who had to come and clear it up for the next day because they knew more people were going to be there did they not can the police not just move them on? because from what I heard it was drunk people it was you know it kicked off in a few areas there and can they not just move everyone on? I guess not because if there's that many people and no one's being overtly aggressive to the police you know it's not like it's a, a, a riot or a you know looting or anything but the fact that they can't just move these people on. Alright, get all get in your car. All get in your separate car. Parking must have been a nightmare. <laughs> oh, parking is a nightmare to go to the beach. Bournemouth beach, when it's illegal at the moment to go to the beach. It's funny when they send fucking A news crew out to interview these idiots. It's like you know what they're going to say. Whatever, selfish, selfish people, and you're all going to get COVID, and you're all going to spread it to people like me, who's been sitting inside for three fucking months. You know, this is this is this is my going to Bournemouth beach. This is this is my socializing right now. I'm talking to you guys. Any responses I get, that's that's my Bournemouth Beach. Hashtag, this is my Bournemouth Beach right now. Tell me, send me an email and tell me your Bournemouth Beach experience. Your Bournemouth Beach equivalent. Ridiculous cheats. Ridiculous COVID cheats. Alright, done enough of ranting on that. Um, in an interest of trying to figure out who my actual audience is, I'm not sure who's going to care about this, but... I'm going to tell you anyway. So, there's this streaming platform called Mixer, and it was set up by Microsoft to be the big competitor to Twitch. And it was uh, going to be big. They got the only reason I heard of it is because they brought like the biggest streamer of all time onto the platform, Ninja. And this other guy, Shroud, paid them mad money. We're talking like 50 mil each. I think maybe Shroud got 10 mil and Ninja got 50 mil. Like, so, like, big money. Like, they're expected to make lots of money off these dudes. And that was 11 months ago. So almost a year. And everyone, Mixer was kind of this meme. Like, people would always just sort of laugh at how inferior it was to Twitch. And most people, myself included, only knew it as the place where Ninja was now streaming. And I actually never used it. I never went on it. I never downloaded it. And I'll be interested to know if anyone actually did. <laughs> if you it would if you had experiences with Mixer, then send me an email. I'd like to talk to you. But they fucking uh They shut it down. Six days ago. Uh, they just, no one knew. No, the streamers didn't know. The community didn't know. The partners didn't know. Apparently they just announced it on Twitter. They said, this is the tweet. Mixer partners, streamers, and community today. We've got some very big news for you. It sounds fun and hopeful. Doesn't it? You know, everyone, we've got some very big news for you. See, when people say things like that, it just, in you. I don't know, in my, in my mind, it just sort of automatically converts to positive. <laughs> and then uh, it carries on, and you're like, oh, <laughs> all right. While we've decided to close the operations side of Mixer, we're officially partnering with Faith Oh, wait, this was the other. Was this even, this wasn't the tweet. Wait, it was. This was the tweet. This was the announcement tweet. Yeah, that was the tweet. While we've decided to close operations side of Mixer, we're officially partnering with Facebook Gaming, and we're cordially inviting you all to join. What does that mean? From what I've heard, they didn't tell any of their creators that this was going to happen. They didn't tell, make any announcements prior. You know, and streaming, people give streaming a bit of shit sometimes. I think people give it the have the wrong impression of what it actually is. Oh, you just sit sit down and play games. All day. But if you if you try it, I've heard it's very difficult because you have to constantly be interacting with the chat, you know, you have to if you've got an interesting skill, you know, you have to keep it entertaining for however long you choose, you know. Sometimes people do it for like twelve fucking hours. You know, it doesn't it does take talent, you know, or a certain skill set to be able to talk or interact with, you know, an audience for that long. Um like, you watch TV presenters on live TV and there's constantly fuck-ups, you know? Because people just forget that they're being filmed or uh, they forget that they have to keep it you know, interesting the whole time. So these streamers have, who have built a platform on Mixer, they weren't told that this was going to happen. And uh, move. they've had to just fucking... They've just been booted off. They've been told to go to Facebook Gaming. I didn't know Facebook Gaming was a thing. That's how little I knew about the gaming streaming community. I never heard of Facebook gaming. And I can imagine as a, as a streamer being told, oh yeah, the platform you used to stream on is now gone and you need to move to Facebook. <laughs> you must be like, what? What the fuck? I've just built a whole community here, you know, as best I can. I trusted you. <laughs> you said you were going to put all your resources into this website and uh, try, to, try to compete with Twitch. And now I've got to go over to Facebook with no... Like, tell them a month before, you know? Tell them a month. Or at least tell your medium to big creators about it, you know? Give them a month's notice that this is going to happen so they can start building their platform up on Twitch or building their platform up on uh, YouTube, you know? But being told they got to go be on... I mean, fuck me, I don't know. Maybe, maybe in a few months, Facebook Gaming will be the next big streaming site, who's to say? But it just seems like completely out of line for them to do that. But yeah, anyway, so um, Ninja and Shroud, the two biggest streamers around, you know, they moved over to Twitch. No, they moved over from Twitch, like, with a huge paycheck. And now they get to just go back to... They're the real winners in this situation. They get to just fucking skip town <laughs> uh, with their sack of money <laughs> like the fucking guy from the Simpsons who just built the monorail <laughs> like good, yeah good on them you know that was opportunistic and you know they're going to go back to Twitch and they're going to be you know top there now all their, all their followers will just transfer over it's fine I mean they're big they're a big deal you know so, yeah, it's just, it's just you know, it just sucks. It's like more and more people are losing their jobs, you know? This might be ignorant of me. I'm not sure. I haven't got all the facts. But wasn't Twitch, didn't Twitch have a huge spike of users and viewers since the pandemic due to just having so many people at home? Everyone's watching Twitch. You'd imagine Mixer would have got A bit of a boost, no? It's interesting that during a time when everyone's at home and everyone's got the opportunity to pick up and start streaming. I mean, my friend Louis, he did a bit of streaming. And my other friend Seb, they both did streaming over this lockdown period. You'd think the few people who may have picked up streaming would have gone to Mixer instead of Twitch, you know? It's just fucking crazy. Now it can just be gone. I mean I'm not gonna miss it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but it is uh it's a bit it's a bit shady, you know. I'll be interested to see what comes out about it. The fact that it had to just be gone, like poof gone. The next thing we're going to discuss is Shane Dawson. And the reason we're going to discuss him is because I can make it into a YouTube segment and maybe get some views on it. <laughs> Uh, because he's big but it is it is interesting news anyway regardless I don't know if it's a secret the fact that Shane Dawson has just always kind of been a like made racist jokes constantly in like the earlier part of his career up until about five years ago six years ago like inappropriate just he used to have a podcast called Shane and Friends where you can listen to like snippets from that And he was just making some really fucking sick, unnecessary, you know, contextless and vile jokes while he was doing this podcast. And obviously in the age of people being cancelled, everyone's called him out for it. And I think he's already addressed these things years ago. Maybe he's got the most apologised apologizing videos on YouTube or something. <laughs> Every other fucking video he makes is a fucking apology video. Cause he's always there's always a bit of controversy with Shane Dawson, you know. Um but the thing that was trending the other night was this it's this video clip and it's fucking like what? He's making a joke, a sick joke, where he's pretending to masturbate to a picture of Willow Smith yeah what and then Jaden Smith and Jada Jada Pinkett Smith came out on Twitter and were like fuck this guy you know like he should definitely be cancelled all that and they're fucking right you know he's had so many you don't you don't get to just keep bouncing back from stuff like that you know you should at least be able to, you should at least leave the public eye, you know? The time comes where it's just, it's too much. If you dig up this much just shady, you know, gross stuff from someone's past, then it's time to go, you know, at least for five years or something. I don't know what the, I don't I don't know. I don't really know what the, the, the consequence should be, but it should be that he shouldn't be making videos anymore. You know, he's very rich, he's made so much money from makeup, and he should just go into producing videos or concentrate on a business or something. And there's the argument of he he made these years ago, you know? And that is true, but he's always just made excuses for it. He's always said, "Oh, I had a rough childhood, you know. Um, I've got anxiety, I've got depression, all that." It's like, fine, you might do, but like lots of people have, lots of people have those things. There's no, there's no excuse for putting such vile things on the internet. Things like that are just clearly offensive, clearly contextless. Even back then, you know, if that was the flavor of the day, then that's wrong too. If people were enjoying that content, and that's wrong too. And if you did enjoy his content back then, that you know, and you supported this dude, then you know, that speaks for the time, I suppose. But it's just like, like he released a video saying, he no, he no longer is this person, and he's apologized and all that. But like, all right, then just uh, all the AdSense money you ever made from that f- f- that horrible film you made and all those videos you made, give it, give it to charity. If that's if that's how you feel that you no longer agree with this content. You no longer agree with how you made this, you know, what the the content was at the time that you were making. Then fucking you shouldn't have the money that you got from it, you know? People shouldn't be supporting Shane Dawson. People shouldn't be supporting Jeffree Star either, but I don't know enough about Jeffree Star. I've only been reading about Shane Dawson. And I wouldn't talk about this usually because I don't know if people care, but I just, I saw it on Twitter and I was reading up about it and I've, I've I've watched Shane Dawson's documentaries. They're usually garbage, but it's just sort of easy watching and I'm going to stop. I'm not going to watch his shit anymore because it's just, it's, it's just an unbelievable amount of vile contextless bullshit that he's made over the years that needs, you know, he doesn't, he shouldn't have a platform. It's inexcusable. Really? Right, so there was that. <laughs> Me fucking having a go at Shane Dawson. <laughs> Which I don't you know I'm not saying I'm the moral center of the universe or the moral center of the internet. Certainly, certainly I'm not, but um, That's that's what toxic Twitter segments all about, eh? We're going to talk about real stuff. We're going to talk about who should be cancelled and who shouldn't have been cancelled. I feel that Louis C- Louis CK should no longer be cancelled. But that's just, you know, maybe we can talk about that a different day. That's just me. Um, made a golden ale the other day, which was very interesting. I have a bit of a beer segment now. Ba-ba-ba-ba, the beer segment. Ah, That'll be the the beer segment intro. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, I've got a gold nail brewing at the moment, and I started the brew by putting the three litres of hot boiling water in with the wort. And then I decided I was going to put cold water in. But I was going to fridge the cold water first. So I fridged it first. And that's definitely the best way to do it because it held, it held its temperature at 25 degrees uh, way better than all the other brews that I've done. So if anyone's out there making beer and they're having trouble in, these, in this hot weather of uh, creating a consistent temperature then I'd recommend doing that. Seems like an obvious thing, but I didn't, this is like my fourth brew and I didn't think of doing it any other time. So, uh, it's a good idea to do that. Get nice boiled water, put it in the fridge and, you know, you want, still want to put some maybe room temperature water in because putting boiling water and cold water in isn't, isn't going to email it out if it's not the exact amount of each. But if it is, then I guess it would be, but that's not what I did. So my next segment is going to be one where I just talk about a podcast that I've been listening to. I've got a lot of responses on Twitter to talk about people's podcasts, but I kind of already had an idea of who I was going to talk about. And it's a podcast called Fat Drunk and Stupid Podcast. Where I think they just I've only listened to one episode and it wasn't even a regular episode that they do. Yeah, they mo I think they mostly talk about films. Yeah. Yeah, so among other things they talk about films. What I can see here, they talk about all kinds of stuff. But um, the most recent one they did, I suppose I, I don't know if he's the main dude on the podcast. I think he is, like the main host, the guy who runs the show. He is an ex police officer. I guess he. They hadn't really talked about the George Floyd incident on their show, or even if if their show is something that they would, you know, bring up. But he did. Uh, this guy did a whole forty-minute episode where he talks about it as an ex-police officer, trying to give trying to give some context as to how this may have happened or where the like where the state of America, where where America is at the moment, um, where things like this happen and how they happen and what that what that's like what it's like to be a police officer. And it was really fucking interesting because I have no idea what it's like to be a police officer. And obviously there's fucking no excuse for what happened to George Floyd, obviously. That's very important to say. There's fucking no excuse. If you haven't seen the video of George Floyd being fucking murdered by a police officer, then watch it. Because what this guy says on his, on, the, on his podcast is, it's important that you do watch it. And I've had conversations with people who have been like, "I'm not watching that," That's you know, or I started watching it and it's it's too it's too hard to watch. It's too uh, I'm squeamish. I don't want to see it. But it, he was he's talking about how it's important that you do see it, and obviously it's going to be hard to watch. Uh, But it's important that it's hard to watch, you know? Watching that 12-minute video, I think it's 12 minutes, is like watching like an hour-long thing, because it feels long, and it's hard to watch because it is long. He goes into detail about how, when he was in the police training, how they're falsely taught that it's... Life and death situations could happen at any time, and he tells this story about how they'll just be like training, like going for jogs and stuff, like on their downtime. He's explained it, like during the training they'll go for jogs and that, and they'll be told like take a take a radio with you because like attacks can happen at any time. And I was listening to this, and I was like, fucking Jesus Christ, like it's so overboard and he talks about how there's this time that he can remember they're they're doing a training. And the last exercise of the training was, um, they get called in because there's an old lady shoplifting and they handcuff her behind her back and she's, and then the lady is like, Oh, I've got a shoulder issue. Can you put the handcuffs around the front? And obviously they they get, judged based on what they do so they're like all right fine so they do it but then they i think they got failed or they got in trouble because the lady could have had a knife or had a knife but it's like an old lady but they're trained to like constantly be suspicious another thing oh you should listen you should fucking listen to it because it's awesome hang on uh yes fat stupid fat drunken stupid podcast and the it's called it's called Police Racism and Statues and Flags. Really interesting. And it's just all these, like I don't want to spoil it because you should totally just check it out, but there's there's all these little uh anecdotes and stories that he has about what it was like to be in police training and how America changed, how he's heard from people who worked before and after 9-11, and how like post-how the post-9-11 America is so different from the pre 11 America. They're just constantly just in fear of terrorists, you know. But it's fucked. It's fucked. When I was listening to it, I was just like, "Fucking Jesus Christ!" Like, America, and he and he comes to, he comes to a conclusion himself. He's like, "I don't think that police should be disbanded, but he does feel like police should be reformed and and built back up from the bottom, you know, start from scratch, basically." And that's absolutely how I feel. But you watch these fucking videos, it's just... Yeah. And there's a thing of, like, 48-hour news cycle. That's what the guy says on his show. And it's it's interesting that the the Black Lives Matter protests lasted further than that on the news cycle, you know? Like, for, further than 48 hours, but... It's already dying down. You see, I see. It, don't see it trending on Twitter as much as it should be, and it fucking should be. This is something that should be constantly talked about, you know, until it's over. Until you know, it should always be in the public consciousness. And the fact that it's being, uh, I don't know, limited by the media. They're not talking about it the way they should be, or it's not being brought to light in the way that it should be, then people should be their own news source, you know? If you see something that's worth sharing, then share it yourself, you know? If the if the, if the media isn't going to do it for us, then we should be sharing our own... Um, our own stories and our own um, posts, you know? Damn, this episode's been deep. <laughs> uh, I'll see what I can do in terms of... Anyway, so yeah, the the podcast is cool. This is going to be a weekly segment where I talk about a... um, When I talk about a podcast, I've been listening to because I listen to a lot of fucking podcasts and I need a way to sort of get them out in conversation. So if you get a chance and you want to listen to Fat, Drunk and Stupid podcast. And like I said, I didn't listen to their regular programming, but I listened to their most recent episode, which is a um, a discussion about, um, you know, Black Lives Matter protests and kind of the from the perspective of an ex policeman. And it was very, um, very eye opening. But yeah, I think that's it. I was going to talk about Rick and Morty, but I don't really feel like I can be bothered. <laughs> Maybe I'll talk about that next week. If anyone's got anything they want to talk to me about, if anyone's got anything they want to talk to me about, then um, send me an email. It's dishboymax at gmail.com and I will answer any emails that you have. I'll read them all out. In fact, this is going to be a segment quick. What I to do with all these emails? Got to catch up on office work. One email at a time. Okay, I didn't get any emails. <laughs> so, uh, thanks for listening, <laughs> and uh, and goodbye. Good luck. Goodbye.